This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Jackson's there, Billy Head. A goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler. A chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Good evening and welcome to an impromptu uh, Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Welcome to episode 138. Uh, Terriers dazzle under the lights once more and the most electrifying man in sports entertainment history. Nabi Saar pops up with the winner and Huddersfield Town. We're dancing down Leeds Road with our shirts off, dancing away, out with Cozzy? What an evening. Terriers again under the lights, Cos. Absolutely buzzing with this one. <laughs> We don't give a shit about Leeds Road. Uh, let's after the watch, didn't it? Now we can see all this stuff. But yeah, the, the road works. What a night! Incredible night again. Honestly, we seem to be blessed, you know, in recent years. Uh, God, Brighton at home. I know we're going about the other season, but what a win! And to me, it's like it's not just what we won. It's how we did it. It had we stood up. We they're they're a real physical team and that as well. And they've got some kind of real there. Uh, kind of street fighters in their uh, team. And honestly, when I, when you see Lewis O'Brien kind of giving it to the penalty taker, <laughs> I mean, I don't, the, I don't know whether it was just something had gone on before or whatever, you know, it was just the emotion, what we were playing for. But, and then everyone standing up for him and that as well, it was brilliant. It was such a big win with that. And uh, sensational uh, goal from Johnny Russell, just crowned by Naby Sarr, but, I just think that's huge. And Nathan Jones at the end, he come on the pitch, he were absolutely devastated. That's what their team were. And he's got a big job to lift them for Friday. I just thought coming into this Easter period, it's like a catapult is this game because you're thinking, yeah, a draw, yeah, even two, because it would, you know, for a while it looked like it had a draw nailed on. But the fact that we've got this win 
we're playing a QPR team we're absolutely stinking the place out at the moment and you you wonder whether uh, by the time we walk up the pitch at Barnsley we could have kind of sealed this position it's I just think it's the belief that it's just going to give everyone in that as well. I think it was a nervy crowd. Uh, Matt, me and you swapped a few texts at half-time. Very quiet, I thought, behind our goal today. Mm. And, uh, First half, second up. half was good. Second half was good. Yeah, it needs us to be winning, I think, sometimes for people to kind of get behind the team. But honestly, I just love our team. It's, uh, you know, we've won 19 games, but it's not just that. It's just, I just love the fact that we've just got... Honestly, like good old-fashioned gritty players and stuff like that as well. We're no frills, but we, I love what we do. And that big pile-up at the end uh, when Neil Bryan were pushed over as well, it, it was what it was all about for me. But yeah, we bet a good side tonight. That, that's the thing. And uh, brilliant. Again, just when we, we doubt, you know, and Bournemouth, I did wonder whether they, they were, you know, we had an off day, but they're obviously at a different level, I think, to us. But again, people were jumping to conclusions. We're, we're done with this, with that. And we bounced back again. Two clean sheets, two wins. And honestly, I cannot wait to go to Borough on Monday because old Chrissy boy, uh, under the pump a little bit now, looking over his shoulder, they're going to sound like Kevin Keegan. They're going to have to get a result. But <laughs> honestly, I could rattle on Pedro after that. You guys have a. It's just. I know we haven't even done. I haven't even done any of the intros yet, have we? But. Um... I think let's let's see if today if the internet. I know if will the internet, Jerry, will it cross the Mersey? See, I had to do that. And uh, well, does your internet work? So hi all the way, Jerry from from America. We're trying this again. This time it looks like it's going to let you uh, speak to us. Hopefully, you haven't said a word yet, so I'm crossing my fingers here. But um, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> hopefully, this week goes uh, a little smoother. But uh, how did you see the game? Because I, it, you know, it was, um, you know, you you see it on TV. You and Tom both saw it on TV. Uh, fresh pair of eyes. I, you know, little flashpoints in the game. To me, I sit quite high up at the side. Um, you know, penalty incident didn't look like a penalty to me. It looked like the ball had gone. But you know, you get a different viewpoint, don't you, from uh, from the box. So, uh, you know, how are you guys feeling about this? Because we're we're dancing down the streets. So, you know, it looks quite sunny and nice over there in America. You can genuinely, you know, go streaking and uh, you know, not not have you not shrivel up. <laughs> <laughs> uh not today it was uh actually i think it was kind of yorkshire today it was quite raining down uh hi to everybody yeah i'm jerry i'm the world's only alabama-based huddersfield town fan as far as i can tell uh the game was tremendous in the fact that you don't get to be in the playoff you don't get to be third in this division without having a game where basically things are kind of even and then somebody does something tremendous like John Russell deciding to score the craziest lob, you know, I can remember seeing, uh, you know, for who knows God, how long. Um, and then Nabi Sar obviously putting it away at the end. I, you know, I think two Oh flattered town a little bit. Um, I, it felt like a very even game. I think Ollie Fisher, you know, a guy, I think a lot of us probably follow um, said afterwards that he thought it was going to be zero, zero, uh, at halftime, and I probably maybe would have agreed with that. Things felt so even in the first half, but it's like that's the great thing about this team is that they have the quality and they have the set piece uh, quality, especially where it doesn't really matter if they don't create very much from open play. There's always the chance that you're going to see something special, uh, and we saw it tonight. And so, who cares about the run of play? I, you know, um, the fact that the scoreline flattered town, you could get out the strongest electron microscope in the world 
and not be able to detect how much I care about that at this point. Towner's, you know, six points, four teams clear of seventh. And you look back a year ago, like a year ago yesterday, and Town were drawing Rotherham at home 0-0. And we're lucky to get that point. We were less than a week removed from Norwich beating the absolute piss out of town. And you think about that a year ago, and you look at where we are now, and you get a night like tonight. We have players like John Russell and Lewis O'Brien, you know, everything Cozy said about O'Brien stepping forward and giving uh, Adebayo what for there after the penalty. You just absolutely love to see it. And the difference in one year uh, just absolutely blows me away. So, Tom, welcome to, you know, you're usually on the warm-up with, uh, with Braid House, aren't you? So welcome to, uh, welcome to the, uh, the cool-down, if you like, uh, here. Um, you're, you're obviously based in uh, Folkestone, down, down, you know, down as far south, so you obviously you know, can't get to a, a game as well, so you saw it on TV as well. So, um, you know, you've, you've seen it through a couple of beer goggles as well, haven't you, tonight? It's drinking you know, <laughs> the finest from Magic Rock, and we have to do say that the episode is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Um, you know, check out our Twitter over the next couple of weeks because we run in a couple of competitions and uh, Brady's uh, fronting up these competitions and, you know, you get a chance to win uh, a case uh, a case of beer, a couple of little bits and bats and Cozzy's wearing the Magic Rock Huddersfield Town shirt there. Uh, brought you good luck tonight, Cos. So, you know, 30,000 of those, at, you know, at Wembley, you know, that, you know, it all go well. Look how, look how shameless we are selling out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, thank you to Magic Rock for their continued sponsorship and uh uh, we love everything that those guys do as well. So, um, Tom, um, how did you see it? You know, you've got, you know, you, you had your little, um, you know, set up today, didn't you? You got to, you got to watch Hef, you know, that's the best thing about Scott town being on Sky's Hef, isn't it really? He's, um, you know, outstanding entertainment, isn't he? Uh, how did you see the game? And so the first half, I thought the first half was quite dull, really. You know, it was, it was uh, a bit of a cagey boxing match, wasn't it? It was, you know, a couple of jabs thrown here and there. Um, Luton probably had the better of it, I would say, the first half. You know, Adebayo, um, a player we obviously uh, almost got last January, um, has gone on to flourish. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing the praises of Tom Lees. I thought Tom Lees was absolutely outstanding in this game. I'm just trying to get whoscored.com up just to have a look at a couple of stats. This is what happens when we do it on the fly. We don't have anything ready. Uh, but I, Tom Lees, there are a couple of little incidents with Tom Lees uh, whereby the ball's played forward early to Adebayo and, you know, you know, Luton should have been sponsored by Ron Seal, really. Sorry, Jerry, this is an old English advert, but you know, every you know, every everything that it says on the tin, you know, is what Luton Town do. You know, it's very sort of diagonal, direct. You know, play to the big man. Uh, good side, though. You know, the, you know, there's more more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. Um, you know, Adibayo, but you know, Tom Lee's couple of seconds before the ball went would always push Adibayo and it forced him to make a number of you know uncharacteristic mistakes. It's just that sort of intelligence and nous, you know, at the back. And I thought. Tom Lees, for a guy who's not really six foot to handle Adebayo like he did, I thought he was outstanding. And Levi did pretty well next to him as well. And, you know, there's some really good performances in there. And Cozzy's highlighted Lewis O'Brien as well. Um, you know, we, we had a little bit of in and outness, didn't we, from Sober and uh, and Daniel Sinani. But, you know, it's a, it, like Cozzy was saying before we went live, this is a team really to be proud of and to get behind. And it's, you know, it's not the most exciting at times, is it, Tom? You know, sometimes we can be quite cagey. We can be, I wouldn't say negative, but, you know, we like to soak up pressure. You know, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great frustration for me that this season we go 1-0 up and then we sit on the edge of our own box, you know, with like half the game left. But we're starting to counter well now and we're we sort of forcing other teams back and we're very clever. You know, Carlos bemoaned the counter a couple of times post-match, but, you know, we, the, there are certain things that we do now which are, 
you can see patterns developing. I think we're starting to become quite an exciting team to watch because when the opposition attack, that's when we're almost at our most dangerous, isn't it? No. Yeah, um, totally agree, Matt. I, I I really enjoyed it tonight. I mean, I think, and I, I know it can sometimes be a bit boring, but I think you've just got to enjoy football. When you, you think how much Carlos puts into these tactics, and you just see the way he sets up, and sometimes we play differently, sometimes we don't. I thought to, tonight we we actually started really well. Those first five minutes, it was like shot out of a rocket. Um, there was like, it was like three passes from the kickoff and we were on the edge of the box, um, really energetic. Oh, Brian had quite a big chance in that first 10 minutes where Sauber pulled it back on the edge of the box. Maybe he could have got that on target um, and took it over. And then then it was kind of 15 minutes on, like you said, Luton stepped it up a bit. And um, I, I, don't, I, I don't think they worried us in an attacking sense, but they maybe just controlled the game a bit more, the flow of the game. Um, but what I'd love tonight was how well we actually defended. Um, I, apart from maybe just going into the second half, um, I can't really think of a time that Luton had a massive chance. The penalty isn't, I mean, it's it's to the right of the box, that kind of thing. So absolutely massive credit to that squad today. I think, um, Cosy was touching on it before we were recording. This is this squad is everything town fans have been asking for for the last four years. No passion, none of this, blah blah blah. We've got it this season. What what a group we've got, and um, yeah, let's really get behind them these last few games. Cos, talk us through a bit more of the finer details of the game. You know, the we we talk, we mentioned the atmosphere and. A little bit and you know it was a bit flat and I think sometimes maybe town fans don't wholly buy into what they're seeing because we do soak up pressure and it is nervy isn't it and it does sort of make you sit back down a bit and you are nervous because we tend not to have the ball as much as you know let, let's let's compare it the David Wagner away we're having 70% possession and you're building that momentum aren't you and the crowd builds with you so it's a bit more difficult isn't it to to kind of get you know in into the game you know from a from a singing aspect because you're, you're under the cosh of, or it feels like you're under the cosh a bit more but the second half I thought was you know, at times electric, Nabisar came on, you know, the, the Nabisar song. What a substitution that was. You know, you take off a strike, you bring it. It was a, it was a response really because uh, Nathan Jones threw Danny Hilton on, who's, uh, you know, another big striker like Adibeo. And, you know, the response by Carlos, who nailed all, all his subs again brilliantly, uh, was to throw Nabi on. And Nabi, what a monster he was. He absolutely ate up everything, didn't he, at the back? And then, you know, you know, like I say, the most electrifying man in you know football entertainment history. There's a it's a line nicked from the Rock there from the '90s wrestling. Um, but you know he you know he came up goods you know with the goods at the end as well. But you know, twelve how long did he play? Twelve minutes or so? Man of the match maybe? <laughs> you know, he was honestly he was that good, wasn't he, mate? I think uh, there was we had some big moments. I mean, they had injuries. Uh, they had to readjust twice. Uh, obviously, when Lansbury went off later on and. Uh, the guy with the long name, like me, the guy, Pelly Ruddock and Pansu. Oh, Pelly Rud- yeah, Pelly Ruddock and Pansu. Yeah. yeah, they've been doing it tough. And uh, I'll tell you what, well, starting mouth stuff and that, so still a lot of our fans would prefer stuff, you know, whacked up from, the, you know, the back and that as well and for, try and win an header in, in the centre circle. But that's not how we play. And there were a couple of times where, I mean, this there were times tonight when we were kind of passing it on our six-yard box and there were kind of inches away sometimes looting guys from kind of getting 
in there. But I think we've just got to, you know, got to keep our nerve. This is how we play. We've been playing that all season. And uh, I think what I really liked about the, you know, the game was at half time, I remember I read uh, Liam Wapshaw put a tweet out says, is it going to be decided by a, an error or a moment of brilliance? And what a goal, John Russell. It's incredible. If I'd have said to you guys that, Right, what is it? The April the 11th and that as well. This time we'd have 69 points and a guy called John Russell would be like scoring one of the like the goals of the season and you'd have been like, mate, you're as thick as the normal and stuff. It's, it's absolutely incredible that what, you know, this guy, fantastic player. Uh, he's like a big shield really, isn't he? And that as well. He uh, He's really good at what he does. He's really confident uh, for a guy that, you know, He's, you know, kind of just new really to us and that as well. His finish was brilliant. And the trouble is with the south stand is, especially at the bottom end where we are, it's very difficult to kind of make it out. And my first thoughts were that he's shanked it or he's not, he was, I don't know, was aiming for a, for a cross and stuff. I've just watched it back about 56 times. It's going to be about 156 by the time I go to bed. And it's sensational finish. It's a sensational finish. If that's happening from Lewandowski tomorrow night and that as well, we'll be just like going on about how brilliant you know, it is. Nathan well, Jones, and, uh, Nathan Jones has said post-match that he doesn't think John Russell meant it. There's some yeah. salt flying from, uh, from their end there. Yeah, they were gutted really, but that's the thing in big games. It's just a moment of genius or call it a Jones, then a bit of luck, but yeah, and really, really good. And the penalty, I thought it were a penalty at the time. Uh, and again, when you're not at the, uh, again, into we had a, had a good view of it. I thought it would have penalty. I thought I got the wrong side uh, with Pippa, wasn't it? And uh, Sinani, I think. Sinani, sorry, Sinani. And then, yeah, obviously you look to WhatsApp for people who are, you know, on TV and they said it was soft. But I always make me laugh. It's, it doesn't matter whether it's soft or not. Is it a penalty or not? And it was. And, uh, I thought the ball you know, had gone, to be honest. I thought, I just yeah. had a feeling it were going to I thought it would probably be a save from Nichols rather than, you know, the post. But it's... Uh, it was massive though. The pressure on there. That, that we're playing for massive stakes here, guys. Like to get in them playoffs and going up. What was it? Hundred million when we went up in twenty seventeen, and you know we're talking probably more now on that as well. And you could feel it. You know the guy. There was a lot of talk going on. Nichols. A lot of talk before the, you know the penalty coming in that as well. I just had a feeling they were going to pull something out of the fire, and maybe it's the mind games, but it's huge and and. I think just coming into this Easter period, it's, it's not as if we have to wait another week for a game. There's games coming up and I just had a quick look at the table and God, there's not much. To, it's all over the place. This pod, we're always going to be at that as well. But I honestly think Coventry, I mean, it's a big ask, but you can't rule them out yet. And they're 10th. Mm, QPR, yeah. 59 points, 10th. That is, result has, has brought so many others back into it. There's a lot of teams will be you know pleased that you know, we've got three points there because it's probably a big ass, really, to be fair, for Luton to drop more. But it's the game's coming up and incredible. This, we've got Bournemouth, Middlesbrough on Friday. We've got Luton, Forest. You can't make it up, can you? And But the good thing is we've taken the pressure off our Easter now a little bit because QPR, yeah. we can we can enjoy ourselves hopefully on Friday. Again, just, just going back in no particular order. We watered the pitch like absolute buggery before the game. Which I was like, what is going on here? Because I've not seen the weather forecast. I've not seen the weather forecast. And then lo and behold, we had some torrential dampers. And I thought the pitch, they obviously, you know, I think we're trying to use it to kind of give us a little bit of an advantage. But I thought it backfired at that as well. I don't know who, uh, but all's well that ends well as well. But 
yeah, just a crazy night. And uh, I just felt we had to win, really. I know people said it'd be a good point, but I just think it'd uh, piled the pressure a little bit on, you know, the others. But like Middlesbrough now are thinking, oh my God, and, you know, they lose at Bournemouth on Friday and then they've got to get a result against us on, on Monday. We can relax if we can get the job done against QPI. It's, it's just give me the belief. I were unconvinced with the old game. I want obviously on doing the pod, you know, after the game, but you just get the result, don't you? But, I still thought, have we run our race? You know, it's, we want a great performance and, you know, their striker going off for me with a key to, to victory. But tonight, it was different. It were, we seized it. The crowd got, got into it. I just had a text from my Leeds fan who were there. So, your fans were amazing second half. They got them over the line. You deserve it. And it's weird because I didn't feel it were all that, to be honest, in the South stand. But Are you sure amazing, he's a Leeds fan? You what, sir? Are you sure he's a Leeds fan with that? <laughs> yeah, no, he said you were fantastic and, <laughs> And another guy just texted me, another Leeds fan, Carlos, doing bits. It's it's absolutely incredible for a guy most of the wanted, you know, out of the other uh, yeah. town. It's they, but he lives and breathes it. I will, I will like, kind of observing him a little bit in the second half, and it's incredible. It's just such a, a great bond as well, the backroom staff and that as well. And and people are going to make a, a lot as usual over the celebrations at the end. But I, I just think it's a team, it's a unit, it's it's a collective spirit. We've got. We've got what we've lost for three years back, that Terrier spirit. And I know it's a cliche thing. And, and when it first got kind of got relaunched again, I was thinking, yeah, whatever. Manufactured. Can, yeah. 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 It's a yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, the, the only thing that I was a bit worried about, Levi Colwell, who kind of hands on his knees a little bit second hour, I'm thinking, oh my God, mate, we've got no real cover. Obviously, King Nabby came on at the end of the business. But it's, uh, oh, it's just, I've ruffled on a lot there. But it is like, He's just brilliant what we're doing. It's it's incredible. I just think tonight it's not what we've done, it's how we've done it again. We've we've kind of out muscled the team with a bit of skill, a bit of shit house with with O'Brien and what have you, and at the end and that as well causing the ball. The ref didn't seem to want to give any cards out, does he? Apart from he couldn't get it out quick enough for nickels. Oh, almost, crap. Yeah, we're crap that ref. That. <laughs> that were that were bollocks that because the yeah, guy threw but, the ball past him as well. I get you know, that was yeah. uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I just they were, they well, were well, good, I, I thought they had a good side now. I, I they think they'll get the sticks. Like I said, they're on sale. They're on sale. Yeah, I mean, they do what it says on the tin. But I just yeah. quickly, while you, while you were talking there, quickly watched the highlights back. And I'd, John Russell definitely meant that. You know, Nathan Jones can you know, suck one. You know, because it's, it's a really great finish. It's clever from John Russell as well, just to place it into... Uh, the penalty incident, I think he's really soft. Uh, and I think the ball's going as well. I don't think he's catching it. Um, but he does put his arm on him and it's, it's just one of those frustrating things. Uh, I don't think it is. It does. It's not enough to bring him down. He's dived. He's dived. He's dived. That's Watched it back. He's dived. I'm, I'm all over that. I'd be fuming if we mm. didn't get that. But that's, you look. I think you watch too much Spanish football, mate. I think that's that's really soft. Nah, I just think you're naked eye, mate. I don't need to see a replay <laughs> of that. You, you, your first instinct is your best. I always think. I thought penalty straight yeah. away. Yeah, there was one in first half though where Colwell got brought down from that sober free kick, and it was kind of similar where the guy's got an arm on Colwell, and Colwell's fallen backwards. Ref had yeah, I don't, I don't think that no inkling of it. No, neither did I, Matt. But it was very similar to kind. I know he's kind of he got wrong side of him, but it. But anyway, he missed, didn't he? So. Yeah, and there is there is some shit going on from Lewis O'Brien, Jerry as well. He, you know, he, he gets in Adebayo's face, and yeah, you know, if if he if if someone does that to one of our players, I am spitting feathers. I'm going, what an absolute weapon, you know, this guy is, and. But and then Cal Naismith comes and just shoves him over. Um, he's probably lucky to stay on the field, Naismith. I think what saves him there is he pushes oh, yeah. O'Brien in the chest rather than the face. So 
Um, you know, all's well that ends well on that one. But, you know, you like to see a little bit of pantomime. It's, it's all pantomime, isn't it? You know, a little bit of, you know, the villain, you know, of the piece, you know, and, you know, the hero, etc. It's all good fun. Stakes are massive, mate. Four feet, fifth. It's a massive game, that. Massive moment. Sirloin stakes, there's mate. Luton get the equaliser. They may go on and win it. You know, they're attacking their fans. They may go on and win it. And and we we managed to kind of get a bit of a look off the, off the post, but it's, I don't know, I just sometimes, although I, I remember, God, I'm sure he is, but I remember Peter Shilton, Peter Shilton Italian I thought his experience will save all these penalties and he got nowhere near him. But tonight, I'm quite good at calling these stuff. I'm a psychological man. <laughs> I just thought he was going to, I thought Nichols would save it. I had a feeling he'd miss. He'd just get it. And uh, yeah, it's honestly, these are such special times and, and still, I still, even this far in, 69 points, touching distance now, getting in the top six. I still don't know if everyone's got that belief like we had in 2017. It's weird, man. I just don't get it. It's almost like they're expecting us to fold. And I think some people love the, what happened against Bournemouth. It's like, ooh, the typical term, we're not getting in it. And we said it at the time. I were, it, it really bowled my piss, the attitude of some of the fans. It's like, oh, we're just going to give it up now. Are we? You know, we've been there all month. And well, the fans tenant, it was like Forrest, like, oh, well, this will go how bad's the division? Hang on a minute, mate. We've been there for like months. We've been in that top six for a long time now. We're a good side. We deserve it. And you saw everything you needed to see tonight. That Ulysses Town, man, at the team. No one will want to play us. If we get in that six, they won't. They won't want us to play us because we've got everything you need to get up for me. We've got a top keeper. We've got solid back line. We've got, you know, midfield that can create, score goals out of nothing. And honestly, up front, Danny Ward again in, You'll not get like the, the plaudits again, but it was a brilliant shift he put in, and that as well. It's uh, on the bench, you've got guys who can do stuff. Carol Lighting, when he signed, I think we all thought, right, he's going to be in pretty much every week. He can hardly get a touch. Jordan Rhodes can hardly get a start. And we've got some absolute quality now, and Carlos can rotate it, and he's going to have to probably the next games are coming thick and fast. But honestly, it's so promising. It's uh, it's amazing times. and to think we could get we could get it sealed maybe with that Barnsley game maybe even before but uh, which will be sensational with two games to go but it's looking that it's looking that business I mean then games on Friday incredible man Luton Forest and Borough and, and Middlesbrough someone's got to give there. Will H online says are Tom and Jerry going to start fighting soon which I quite liked that one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's really good. Yeah, uh, Jerry. You know, uh, let us know. I think I asked you a question before. I've forgotten what it is now. But you know, uh, you know, from your from your from your angle, you know, the the decisions of the game. Yeah, you know, the referee. I think probably got most of the stuff fairly right, didn't he? You know, all's well. That, like I say, all's well that ends well on that one. Yeah, my first reaction on the penalty was that Sonani had got him. I mean, regardless of whether it was a penalty or not, Sonani can't do that. Like, the ball's gone. You don't have to stick your arm out. You don't have to make contact with the guy. If you do, you know he's he, that guy is going to tumble over the moment you do that. What infuriates me about that play, though, is, like, why can other teams get these kinds of joke penalties, soft penalties, 50-50 penalties, and town can't? Like, we have John Russell's arm yanked in the box and nothing happens. You know, it's just – it feels like – Town are supposed to be getting the other side of the penalty luck by now, right? Like we're 41 games into the season. We're supposed to be getting 
the good side of these coin flip penalty decisions by now. He scored one all season, right? One penalty after four yeah, games. So, you know, when are we just going to get these kinds of lucks of the, uh, you know, refereeing decisions? It's, it's, that's what's really driving me bonkers about that decision. John Russell absolutely meant that goal. Like, I've watched it 15 times on Twitter. Yeah. Nobody's in the vicinity. He doesn't look up to see, like, oh, well, here's who I'm trying to cross into or anything. He is absolutely trying to stick that ball right where he sticks it in the net. And um, Luton's coach can – can I say get bent? Is that a thing I can That's say? really no. – you're speaking to English people. That's really mild, is that, Jerry? Hey. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought the Colwell penalty maybe, you know, could have been. I feel like I've seen it given, but that doesn't bother me. The, you know, again, though, the fact that Town doesn't get the soft penalty then Luton does is what bothers me. To go back to Cozy's point about quality and the difference between this season and 2017, I think in 2017, you know, it was kind of the fact that Town roared out of the gate. And you can see all of these new arrivals, Moy and Schindler and Luva you know, just had so much quality about them. And, you know, Town had paid what for Town is like a lot of money for a guy like Schindler. Um, and, and this season it's like, well, you know, we're, we're doing the bargain shopping. We're going to bring in <laughs> Lee Nichols on a free, you know, MK Don is, mm-hmm. you know, not even necessarily first choice from what I remember. We're going to bring in Tom Lees who Sheffield Wednesday couldn't really be ours to even keep around. And, you know, just the idea, we've got Sorba Thomas coming into the squad. You know, we've got him from Boreham Wood. And then they didn't get out to this huge start. And so I think when, you know, we talk about quality in the squad, I think people still underrate the quality that is actually in this Huddersfield squad right now. Lee Nichols, doesn't matter where he came from last season, he's the best goalkeeper in the championship. Levi Colwill and Tom Lees are as good as any center back pairing in the championship. Uh, Toffolo and either Turton or Pipa, you know, are there a better set of wingbacks in this division? Maybe, you know, a Forrest, but those guys are incredible. Like, and then we've got O'Brien and Hogg in the middle. Like, this is a good squad. You don't get to third in the championship. You don't have nights like tonight just off of pure luck. Like, okay, maybe, you know, Towns XG or whatever hasn't been as good as Forrest or, you know, some of these other teams. But the reason Town have 69 points is because these are fantastic players and they prove it night in, night out. Like they did it again tonight. Luton, you know, again, I think two to nothing, eh, maybe flattered Town a little bit. But, you know, the reason those goals went in is because John Russell is capable of scoring a brilliant goal. He's batting, well, I can't say batting a thousand. No one knows what that means. Uh, But (laughs) he scored two goals. And both of them were absolutely, you know, uh, top drawer, brilliant finishes. Um, You know, he's got that in his locker now. We can see that. Uh, You know, we know that regardless of how the rest of the game goes, Sorba Thomas and, uh, you know, his targets can conjure up a goal off of a set piece. I think, you know, it's kind of like, well, you say Town are bringing on a defender for a striker. They're uh, clearly just trying to see the game out. I say we're bringing on another target for Sorba to aim at off of a corner. They're going for the knockout blow here. Mm. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, Carlos is substitute. Cozzy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium. You're right near the pitch. Great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Again, we're spot on, but that's because he has the squad where he can bring on uh, really good players off the bench, not lose anything by bringing you on a Holmes for a Sonata, not lose anything by bringing on a SAR. Uh, you know, I, I think Cozy's right. I think town have that quality and it's shown all season and it showed again tonight other than the penalty Luton didn't have anything like that's the thing they did not have anything I thought you know man of the match you can split it right down the middle between Colwell and Lees uh because that's where it started those two guys were tremendous Adebayo had nothing um you know and then we'll shave off a sliver of the man of the match award for uh, well O'Brien had a great game too but Nichols apparently was pulling some mind games with Adam. I didn't see it. Uh, mm. You know, uh, they didn't show it on the TV, but multiple people on Twitter were saying that Lee Nichols had a few words to say to Adebayo before the penalty. And if there is any keeper in this division who I would trust to win a mind game showdown with an opposing <laughs> penalty taker, it is absolutely our king, Lee Nichols. No question about it. Yeah, what he did was he he moved. So Adebayo, Adebayo was uh, ready to take the penalty and Lee Nichols stood two yards away from him in front of him to make the goal look really small and then slowly move backwards. You know, so the goal sort of looks really, really small. And it's 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 something that, you know, a lot of goalkeepers, I think Joe Hart used to do. It doesn't always work, but, you know, it's just little one percents. I think it's what Huddersfield Town, I think, uh, you know, Nigel Clibbins, when he was uh, when he worked for Huddersfield Town, I always used to say you got to do, you know, the little one percents, you know, they all add up and they all count. And it's it's little one percents, you know, he's he's made the goal look small and then it's got into Adebayo's head and he's put it wide, you know, um, you know, he's hit, it's hit the post. and It's gone wide. You know, it's just, you know, Town are taking shithouse into a, a different level this year, aren't they? And, you know, it's it's it really is good to see. And I think what's good to see is everybody watching online. So welcome everybody who's watching. And I think we'll read out some comments from here. Um, so let's read through. We've got Matt Whitaker says E-I-E-I-E-I-O. I don't know if he's doing old McDonald at a farm or whether he's doing, you know, a promotion <laughs> chant. Uh, Ross Leverage says, yes, up the town. Uh, Matt Whitaker says, honestly, I was worried when Sar came on for Ward in the corner. I was saying to my friends this day... <laughs> This dozy son needs to get his head on the ball. Then he scores. So, oh, so there's that. Uh, do you know when we took that corner? Actually, I was going. Why is everyone up for this corner? Aren't we just going to play it short and then hold it in the corner and win another. And I, I were all ready for that. And then he swung it in. I'm like, what are you doing? And then yeah, there we go. He's banging it, putting it in the back of the net. That's what he's doing. Shut up, Matt. Um, yeah, Jared Mulligan says uh, said when Sar came on, he would score, but not sure for which side. Hog man of the match for me. Mm, not sure about that. Uh, how do you think Hog did? I thought he was. I thought he was steady away. Um, just just quite efficient, really. Uh, I thought, you know, the yeah. two centre-backs were really good and Hogg just kind of slotted in, slotted in okay, didn't he? There's a couple of passes, went astray a little bit, but, you know, he's, um, it, bring, it brings an influence, does Hoggy, doesn't it? Do you know, when, when it's bitty, when it's 1-0, uh, you know, and we uh, we brought Nabi Saran and we moved Jonathan Hogg up, you know, he was, 
you know, there was absolutely no space for their midfield to breathe. You know, Hoggy was all over him like a rash, you know, and he's he's been out for a little spell, so he's probably match fitness might not be, you know, up to 100%. So Hoggy did really well, didn't he? It's sort of harassing and that sort of dark side, if you like, the the sort of side that doesn't get all the plaudits, you know. Well, it does, it does at Huddersfield, but, you know, Hoggy for me um, was good. I don't know if I'd have him up there for man of the match, but, you know, he... Um, it was good to see him slotting back into the side. Uh, Sam Hudson says, fantastic result. These are the sort of games we didn't used to win. Uh, good to miss this one, but we'll be there on Friday. Andrew Moore says, it's hard to watch his counter at home, but there is no denying Carlos's plans and tactics way beyond my normal understanding of football. Great work by the whole team. Um, <laughs> Dev says, uh, Carlos deserves lots of credit for his subs again. Dev loves Carlos. He's a massive fan. Uh, and he does. He, he nailed all three tonight. Did Carlos, absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, Matt Whitaker says that run from start to score was actually very clever. Uh, credit where it's due. Um, uh, then we've got Andy Shooter says, uh, Donde esto Senor Cosi en España a Livesey del Mar. So I don't know if Livesey has got a beach or seaside, does it, Cos? Not sure not... what's going on, but I watched the uh, old game in a bar uh, where in I was last week in Spain. There's no <laughs> Sky Sports. I was, so it's just just sat watching it with, with me and that hype just going absolutely nuts just like this bar didn't even have football on no tellies and just, just, just honestly it was just so good and, uh, because you know what when it gets to this time of the season it's all about winning but I think what's pleased me tonight is just like we've won with a bit of a ooh, I don't know a swagger but a bit of a just a street fighting win and that as well I, I, strength I really wasn't like it facts. yeah because I think QPR will be a different they're, they're kind of a bit more of a football inside but Luton Pretty similar to us, I, I think, really. And uh, it just feels good because I know we've beaten a really good side tonight. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Out just looking at the, you know, we're on about 26 17. I know we're always going to compare it to that because we've never really done it before. But we won 25 games that season. I think we've won 19 now. But I only think probably 21. I think we did, we only got uh, 81 points. I think that Wagner season. But we're 79 now. We'll, uh, so 69. But 69, yeah. I don't think we'll need anywhere near. I, do you th- what do you think, Matt? Maybe two more wins and a, a draw, maybe? 75. So, uh, I've been saying 75 all the whole time, so I'll stick yeah. with 75. Yeah. I think. Um, well, it's, it's great now, isn't it? Because others are panicking and others have got to play football. We, that, that Middlesbrough, that Middlesbrough defeat. Great position. I think that Middlesbrough defeat really sort of opened everything up, didn't it? Because everybody was expect that was a home banker for Middlesbrough to beat Hull, wasn't it? And lose, them losing was a real yeah. sort of boon if you like to uh, to everyone else to especially to us and Luton because I think everybody's kind of been going do you know what Middlesbrough will get in the six Sheffield United will get in the six and Nottingham Forest will get in the six and then it's between Huddersfield Luton and Blackburn for the last last slot and you know and us and Luton after that after that Middlesbrough game I sat there going do you know what we've got a good chance here and <clears throat> there's a there's a, a bloke who I think might be a Fulham fan um has a, a percentage calculator of what percentage chances you've got of getting into the playoffs and the top you know the top two etc and it's it's really useful i'll have to uh, retweet it when i get back on twitter but i think this morning before the game we were 79 percent likely to get in the playoffs in terms of probability you know i could imagine now after we've beaten Luton, that's only gone up you know into the 80s so you know we're in a really good position aren't we but you always, let's move up again you need always, you always need a bit of fortune man. i mean i, I watched the <laughs> shepherd out of bombs game actually won five nil they, they were so much better than bournemouth and that Guy at end missed an absolute sitter, but again a draw just just helps us and stuff. It's it's just little things, but the good thing is our home form is is really really good, and it just pleases me that we've got you know three very winnable home games now. To be honest with you, it's still to come. And uh, that that's the thing though. It t- 
thing is that we're Huddersfield fans. We say winnable home games, but then we think back to the last time we got promoted and bloody Burton at home. You know, you remember that was a winnable game, wasn't it? So you can never, never take these, uh, these games for granted. People say to me, Pup tonight, we'll take a point. Bollocks, we'll take a point. We're at home. We're at home to it. And we can put them in under big pressure by winning. We, we don't take a point. We're at home. And, and obviously we've got all three, but it's, why do people say that? You know, that I know they're, they're looking bigger. People, I think it's a must not lose. I think it is a must not that, lose. I thought it were a must not lose. I wanted to win, but it was one of those where if we didn't lose, I was I was relatively okay with it. Um, as long as we beat QPR, I think the but it put a bit more pressure on QPR, but it takes it off. Let me read through some of the comments before we uh, we move on. Mister Dor on tour. We've got a Nottingham Forest fan in the group. He's a good lad. Is Mister Dor uh, says hello, lads. You lot ready for playoffs or get top two? I think we have, our feet are on the ground out when we're looking at the playoffs at the minute. But you know, we'll let top Forest two. And Bournemouth. Top two, sister. We'll let Forest and Bournemouth go. You know, head to head for that one. Um, and we'll just lurk in the background just on the off chance that something may may occur. Uh, Will H says, massive win. Penalty looked like the right call, but how has Naismith stayed on afterwards? Anyway, many of us were on Nichols booking at 14 to 1. Do you know what? I was tempted to have a look on Skybeck. All the other uh, bookies are obviously available. And I thought, do you know what? He's, it's coming is this yellow car for Lee Nichols. And, you know, I was tempted with about 10 minutes before he actually did it. And I regret not doing it. Easy, mo- easy money, wasn't it, for Lee Nichols? Uh, Andrew Moore says, doesn't help when the reference away for when the push when books everyone in the handbags. Yeah, that was a bit weird that he booked like half their team, didn't he, for that? <laughs> After that just ran round us, didn't he? Just booking them all. It was really sort of funny, sort of a Benny Hill sort of scenario, wasn't it? Where you just needed the Benny Hill music in the background with him running around, didn't you? Um, Matt, we, we still got more yellow cards than them tonight, though, which is... <laughs> I, I know it looked how? like he booked about five of them, but we got three, they got two, apparently. Yeah, I think I could swear. How was Scott O'Brien over in the first half not a yellow? Like that one, you know, I see a lot of people in the second half saying, well, why did Naismith not get a red card for shoving O'Brien over after the penalty? And it's like, well, you know, if you're not going to give him a yellow, you know, the other guy for shoving O'Brien over in the first half, then clearly you're not going to give a red for shoving him over slightly yeah. harder in the second half. I. It was it was strange because there's like Bradley. I think Sonny Bradley got booked in the aftermath, and then straight after that, he went through John Russell, didn't he? He proper ploughed through, and then he went through someone else. It's kind of the kind of player I like. Those Sonny Bradley's a big, strong sort of, you know, st- shit out of defender. No, I, 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 I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. Like he was getting some serious stick from O'Brien, and, and he would obviously clearly hurt that he'd missed the penalty. But yeah, it were a bit, a bit bad enough for him to do what he did, and that as well. It were a bit. Let's be honest, it were a bit of a dick move from O'Brien, really, wasn't it? We, we, you know, yeah. we laugh at it, we're funny to see it, but you know, if that happens against us, we, you're absolutely fuming, aren't you? And you think, what? And he's on your blacklist, isn't he? But uh, let's uh, let's move on again. So, Mark Whitaker has never penalty, but don't touch the player. I think that's the thing. I think that's what we said. Is don't give the referee the bloody option to give the penalty. You know, it's silly. Yeah. Uh, Richard Crowther says, if that was a pen, Colwell should have had one in the first half. Um, prod by MG. Uh, says, hello, time were lackluster for the majority of the game. Thought we were pretty lucky to come away with a win. Uh, now Bale says, available. Do you think we should come in for him if we get promoted? I think there's a chest, chesty amongst here. You know, speaking of chesties, out oh, a big Robert Snodgrass has enjoyed himself, hasn't he, lately? You know, he came on, uh, you know, built like me, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, he was, he was quite, quite, quite a strapping lad, wasn't he, all of a sudden, Rob Snodgrass? Classy player, but, you know, he, um, he took a little bit of stick, didn't he, from the crowd? Mark Harrison says, Hoggy was the leader in the middle. We lacked in a couple of recent games. Uh, and Andrew Moss says, we'll need Hoggy at Wembley. Um, Prod by MG says, uh, does Sober Thomas need a rest for the next game against QPR? And does Iting no, deserve more minutes? Like, I want to mention about Sober Thomas. I, I, 
I like the one thing I really like about him is he keeps trying stuff. It's easy for the wing. We've seen wingers at town before. Once it's clear that he's not playing as well as he was earlier in the season, but then wingers go into the shells. I, I'm, we've seen many a town winger kind of go into the shells, pass sideways, you know, don't want to take a man on, don't want to try the stuff that kind of got him, got him to where where they are, you know, today. today and if you, if you can say that, so I. I convinced that he's gonna like do something pretty special in the next few games, and he doesn't owe us anything anyway. But I still like what he tries and does. He's very positive, and mm, it's yes. so easy, I think, for a winger to give the ball and just. But again, him and you know, kind of Tuffalo, they they kind of work as a as a two. I, I really do like what uh, you know what he does, and and I just I hope people kind of stick with that. I did a few people walking like into the grounds like oh, Thomas. You know, I don't rate him and this that and the other, but. Honestly, we don't deserve anything back from Thomas. He's been brilliant this season. Yeah, it's been superb. Every time he gets a set piece, Matt, I don't know about you, but I'm expecting him to land on Thomas' head for the goal. No, yeah, another assist tonight. Yeah, another assist tonight. Look, at, look yep. at the goal. Look at the celebrations of the goal, mate. The first one with Russell. Who's got the biggest man? Who's rushing there first to celebrate with him? He's loving Thomas, life, isn't he? Great player, it. mate. And we, yeah. Honestly, I, I'm convinced he's, we're going to see something special. I might be up at Middlesbrough on Monday, mate. Uh, they, yeah, they, I think the only I I, I liked Sauber's contribution, and uh, he played. I think the last game, uh, the last game we played as well. Um, at Hull, I thought Sauber played quite well. He was very positive and everything, and he got some pelters for that, which I thought was a bit strange. Matt on the sofa score uh, app, he's been voted our best player. I see. I think it's the assist those those stat sites. If you get an assist or a goal, your stats go up quite a bit. The the rating goes up. But should have um, should have passed Dwayne Holmes at the end. Though. Yeah, That's... should I thought that was a bit of a. Yeah, it's just a bit of naivety, though. It's just a bit of naivety in his game. That's just excited, isn't he? It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just excited. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to hold. We're two 0 up, and it's ninety third minute. I'm not going to hold that against him, but, but I I think Dwayne. Oh no, Matt. (laughs) But (laughs) but it's just that little extra sprinkle that he needs, and he he actually will be such a good well we don't player. want him to do this just yet Tom because you know if we don't go no. up it'll be, it'll be you know someone will be you know wafting money in front of us but I think I've done uh, prod by MG wrong there I don't think he's a, a Leeds fan so apologies for the, the slur that I gave him just with the Bielsa comment <laughs> um, yeah and he's, he mentioned as well does Iting and Scott High deserve more minutes and I think that's an interesting one I thought I thought John Russell had looked a little bit leggy prior to, prior to this but he did alright tonight John Russell I thought he played played reasonably well you know he's good on the ball and you know scored that scored that goal so you know he keeps doing what he's doing then you know you know you keep him in I think the only thing uh of concern well not really of concern but you know Carlos will have it on lockdown he's, he's just you know uh the fitness levels you know with uh three we've got three games now haven't we in a week so you know I'm sure there'll be some wrist and rotation uh coming in and you know and and, and we'll see a couple of people you know you know on and off and you know, in and out. So, you know, like Pippa came in today. I thought Pippa had a bit of a ropey start today, didn't he? Uh, but then he played quite well for sort of the last sort of hour. I thought he did did quite well. I think he's, for me, he is our best right back. If he is, if he's on form, Pippa, he brings, you know, and a completely different dimension. And uh, there's this sort of like thing going around. What about where, that? Where uh, can't defend, the, but, yeah. What about that first touch in the first half to that ball that looked like he were heading into yeah. the car back? It, that that oh, was yeah. I've ever seen a big-time player. The crowd were like, "Wow, that was incredible!" <laughs> yeah, and he just it this, this, he does I some actually, really weird stuff, does Pippa? Like, the, there was a bit where he he, got, he found himself in trouble, and you know, like Turton would just hit it down the line. Do you know what I mean? And uh, as you would expect, most most fullbacks would just you know play it down the line, play safe. 
Pippa turned back inside, took two men on, and then just sort of mm-hmm. ran across the box. And you're like, oh my god! Yeah. But he never loses it. That's that's the thing. Thankfully, so a touch wood, and hopefully he no. won't do. You know, this season. Totally agree. But he's. Uh, I this... thought he played really well tonight. Yeah. I thought it was really good tonight. I thought that. Because uh, um, I, I've not I've not slated him before, but I've always had question marks over his um, his defensive ability. But I thought some of the t- some of the reading of the game tonight where. He didn't have to tackle someone because he read the the ball through. Do you know what I mean? He made he made like three or four really good blocks that were quite good passes, and he just read it really well. And like uh, what Cosy just said, that touch in the first half was awesome. Yeah. Um, he gets you up the pitch as well, and I love that in a player that gets those yards up there. He gets He's in that number afraid, ten. He gets in that number ten possession, which is really strange, isn't it, for a right back to sort of. Yeah, you know, coming behind the striker, and he, he fell, he fell over the ball about one point. But he, he gets there, doesn't he? He gets in these things and causes, causes havoc. But you know, he's he's an interesting player for us. Definitely, is 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 Pippa. So, um, a couple of other things. So Scott High, I think he's probably behind the in the queue, isn't he? Scott High at the minute behind Iting and uh, Russell and others. So you know, he might we might see him if we like Cosy says if we nail that playoff space. You know, we we might see him for twenty thirty minutes here and. Last one, Sam Hudson says Pippa's throwing's improved, uh, which is which he needed to do. Um, Jody Carlton says, bit <laughs> late to the party, but get in. So there's a lot of happy town fans coming through. I don't have much more to yeah. say on the game. It's uh, it's all good, but there's a couple of little bits and pieces after the, after the game we can wrap up. Anyone got anything else they'd like to sort of uh, round up the yeah, game Matt with? Pearson, uh, Mike Pearson's a blow for me. Uh, it is, I know yeah. people are going to kind of say, uh, yeah, but he didn't play, you know, kind of game before at all and, and stuff, but He's a leader. He's a, he's a man that he's a certain kind of game. You'd you'd want him in and that as well. And we'd love looking, that tonight as well. Him. We've done well with him. Sam with the shit. It's really weird. I was chatting to someone who's a, a physio uh, uh, at Wakefield Trinity, not at first team level, but down below. And I says, what what you know when you're on a roll, you don't seem to get any injuries. And when you're struggling like last season, you seem to get loads of injuries. Is that just me overthinking things? And he were kind of saying uh, that. He feels that in sport, players are kind of a bit more kind of like psychosomatic. In. Yeah, it's weird. If you think of kind of the promotion season, uh, Matt, again, a few years ago, we didn't hardly have any injuries there and that as well. But no, Hogg, years, Jonathan Hogg broke his neck and he were back next week. That was amazing. That was amazing. Though. No, it's good, really. But I mean, other teams have had a lot of injuries and that as well. You're just going to have to get on with it. But the best thing is, all of a sudden, the squad's got a bit of a depth and it's really pleasing to uh, to see that, you know, if we do kind of make it, you can change it and stuff. And it doesn't weaken the team. If I'd have told you at the start of the season, another, I'd have told you, but Josh Crome, I like, wouldn't even get it on the pitch tonight. And mm. Oli Turton, who's been brilliant for us, wouldn't even get on the pitch. It's just like, it just shows our strength in depth. It's, it's such a squad game, such a team game, and Ulster Town must be a great place to work at the moment, whether it's on and off, off the pitch. It's just such a feel-good uh, vibe and that as well. And uh, honestly, it's it's so exciting. We've got such an exciting Easter to look forward to, and then a big local derby. We might even be able to relegate Barnsley, to be honest with you. Uh, the week on Friday, they're really looking done, done and dusted. So honestly, it's just it's incredible. Can you believe it? But we, we've kind of nearly got one hand on the playoff spot, and it's sensational. One hand in the cookie jar, as they say. Um, yeah. So, uh, Jerry, Tom, anything, uh, anything to round up the uh, Tom and Jerry? Anything to round up the? Uh, <laughs> anything yeah. to round that up? Yeah, I. You go first, Tom. Um, 
Well, not particularly. I just think what what performance it was tonight, really. Um, what I, what I like because I, I I saw they've got the Sky coverage. Um, and there's been comments I've I've, I've made them before. I mean, them the the thing with Carlos was the not having maybe he just wasn't as not sociable, but he doesn't come across as in the press conference. But it, they had a really nice little chat with him afterwards, and they were talking about his son and he. Um, mentioning our son might become the new assistant coach now that they, <laughs> yeah. they've started winning again and he was in training the other other day. So that was nice. And um, the Lewis O'Brien thing, Lewis O'Brien said he was celebrating with the cow shed, not having to go at Adebayo. But when you watch it back, it does look like he's <laughs> like... <laughs> well, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. We love Lewis O'Brien, so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 Adebayo just happened to be in the way. You know, you don't make a good window. Yeah. Make a bad window. It's a bad window, is Adebayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go- this is why Lee Nichols... Fair, so I can't buy that. <laughs> this is why Lee Nichols is the town player of the year. It's like... Everybody now, you know, has the shit housing uh, gene. <laughs> you know, it's spread throughout the team. It's not just Nichols anymore. Everybody's getting in on the act. Um, you know, I would say, honestly, I didn't think uh, Russell had a great game. I thought he started off kind of sloppy on the ball. I think he had a couple of giveaways, you know, even there in the second half, he was better. Um, you know, I was wondering, you know, maybe uh, we'll bring, you know, Iding on there in the second half, kind of settle things down a little bit. Um, but obviously you can't do that when you've got a player who's capable of doing the thing uh, he did with the ball there in the second half. Um, you know, it's just, this is part of the reason again, that this season is so exciting is because town have that extra bit of quality where, you know, uh, a goal really can just come out of nothing. And I, I think the other really great thing about this game um, and the win is that if we're really serious, we've gone through, I feel like all these stages, start of the year we're happy as long as we're not going to be in a relegation battle and then we're going to be happy just if like we're in playoff contention and so the last couple of weeks it's like well we'll be happy if we make the playoffs I feel like especially after tonight we're in the stage where you know the opportunity is right there I think it's time to be sort of serious about making the most of this opportunity in the playoffs and I think part of that is not slipping all the way to sixth and facing either a Forest or a Bournemouth. Not that we have to be worried about facing these teams. I think Town are capable of going out there and shutting out anybody in this division over 180 minutes with the defenders they've got. But to get out of – to actually win promotion, to win the playoff championship, you have to get to Wembley before you can win at Wembley. And I think the easiest way to get to Wembley is going to be in that third or fourth slot hopefully avoid Forrester or Burnmouth, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Maybe we see Luton again, maybe Borough, maybe Sheffield, who, you know, uh, we've gotten four points off of Sheffield already this season. And tonight I think goes a long way towards that. It's not just about getting into the top six. I think at this point, I think it's also about positioning town as best as we can uh, for them to, you know, not just take part in the playoff, but to go out there and win the thing. I don't think anybody in that playoff is any better than town. Um, I'm, I, I think we've reached that stage where, you know, it, it's not just about getting in that top six. It's about taking the steps necessary to go out there and win it. Can I tell you it's a scary stat? That. I'll tell you scary. Hold on, cuz. It's just showed Sky, Sky Sports News come on at midnight, like what's coming up, and it shows John Russell's goal. Like super slow mo with a range driving and a ball just kind of looping for 
Honestly, get <laughs> on, man. It's going to show it again yeah. in about five minutes. Which, which Love to watch like it. Gary a scary Honestly, stat. It just said promotion. And it a makes sca- me very proud to think that our team, you know, doing bits, man. It's brilliant. I love it. Shall I, shall I jump in now? Yeah. Uh, a scary You've stat. You've got a, star- a scary stat, Matt. Uh, I'm going to sit back down. Uh, the, well, it's not that scary, really, but we've never actually won a home playoff game, Huddersfield Town, and we've been in the playoffs a lot, and we've never actually won a home yeah, game, apart away, from yeah, Bournemouth right. on penalties. So that's yeah, the... Too, so... What a night that was. So that's that's why yeah, I like to be away second. Um, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see come what may. We'll see come what may. Uh, right, guys, so the last... The last uh, couple of things I've got here is uh, the last thing really is uh, a, a man announced his retirement this week, didn't he? A man that uh, me and Cosy will remember very fondly from the, the escapades. Yeah, you know we hadn't been to Wembley in fifty-six years, and then along came Neil Warnock and took us twice in in twelve months. You know, he built a team full of you know characters. You know, strong. You know, we we've got to meet Ian Dunn. You know, the likes of Ian Dunn, etc. Through Pat Scully, through this. You know, a team that Neil Warnock built. You know. Uh, real characters and he's, he's retiring this week and you know uh you know i lo- i really look fondly back i i remember 1993 and being you know standing on the cow shed of my uncle who's who still watches town now and he's he, my great uncle in, in into his 90s and i remember him turning to um uh, someone and saying um this is and you know bear in mind he'd been going since 1936 and he i remember him turning to someone and saying this is the worst huddersfield town side i have ever seen and that was that was quite some statement for somebody who'd been going, you know, almost sixty years at that point. And you know, Neil, and I think that was when we lost. Cosy, you'll remember we lost at home to Barnet. Barnet hadn't won all season, and they came to Leeds Road and beat us two-one. Um, and it was an absolute shambles of a performance. And uh, it, from from there to where we ended up, you know, Andy Booth, um, you know, the physio Dave Wilson, I remember, you know, changing Andy Booth's. Um, asthma prescription and all of a sudden he went from this skinny asthmatic kid who could barely move to you know this this super striker who was playing for England under 21s and you know I had a lot of good fun you know, I've recently done a, a video a Ronnie Jepson video as well which has been uploaded as well um which you can see on our YouTube channel as well a lot of goals and a lot of fun times and you know it's quite fun to look back on you know the sort of that era and the videos you know the Shrewsbury um, the Shrewsbury one where you know Warnock's like sending Booley into the shower you know you're still in Latvia and, and all that stuff you know there's a lot of good a lot of good memories from that those sides, really. Um, and there is a little bit of... I think there was always a little bit of regret for me that he left, you know, under the circumstances he did because it would have been interesting to see what Neil Warnock would have done with, you know, Cosy. I know if he didn't like Neil Warnock, I know for a fact he didn't like the, the guy who preceded him. Um, but, you know, it would have been interesting to see, you know, Neil Warnock had he stayed. But, you know, he'd have been running the club shop in the town centre as well at the same time for him to stay. So that would have been interesting. But, you know... <laughs> You know, seventy-three years old. I think it's probably the right time, isn't it, for him to pop down to back down to Devon and sit on his tractor and and do what he wants to do for the rest of his life. But you know, for me, I've got nothing but really fond memories of you know Neil Warnock's time and that that team, especially in ninety-four, ninety-five. You know, you, you, the characters. You know, you Simon Trevich, your Tom Cowens, Scully's, Sinnott's, Duxbury's, Bullock. You know, just just amazing people to speak to now. You know, after the event, and you know, and we'll, we'll hopefully try and do a few more this summer, but you know, really, really sort of exciting times. And, you know, it's, it's fun to, you know, I really like sort of looking back and remembering some of the, some of the good times and, you know, uh, from, from little bits as well, the club shop are bringing out the, the, the white and black Panasonic 3DO shirt that we wore at that game at Blackpool. Um, I couldn't get to that Blackpool game, but winning 4-1 on the opening day. And I remember Huddersfield fans were apparently spilling out of every stand there. You know, there are absolutely thousands there. Cosy was probably there on the lash back in, 
back in the day. But, you know, there's so, there's so much sort of fondness to look back on and, you know, good times. And, you know, it's, it's good every now and then to reminisce about, um, reminisce yeah, about man, what we've man. done. I think, I think you've said it all there, mate. Good, good way to end, I think, that. But anyway, so all the best to... To Neil, I think that's uh, we're coming up to an hour now, so I think we can uh, sling it. So th- let's uh, just check in the uh, last comment. So Leo says, Pearson injury not as bad as reported. Three weeks back for the playoffs. That'll be a boost, won't it, if Matty Pearson's back uh, offering an option for the playoffs. Uh, Andrew Moore says, get some London hotels booked for May 28th up the town. You know, it could be an interesting weekend in, uh, you know, you know, we don't want to obviously uh, jinx anything, you know, touch wood and all that, but, you know, uh, there's uh, two teams from Huddersfield May potentially be in London that weekend. Who knows? May not as well. Uh, and Dag Barnett says, obviously I was at that Barnett game, as you might expect. So thanks to everybody who's who's been watching online. Been a lot of fun. Always good to do these uh, to, at the end. Cosy looks like he's got something to sing or say or go to bed. I'm not oh, sure. <laughs> right, guys. Let's. I'll roll those end credits. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today? And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Huddersfield The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. 
Ewan. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 